It's called a promo, Shut kid. Your and your if mouth, you want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do it. So go Are ahead. You ready? No, I said. Are you ready? That was good. Glad you finally decided to pull that giant stick out of your butt and have some fun for once in your life. You're uneducated, Marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's death. And we're live. <laughs> In living color. Yes, we are. Sorry, I read something funny. We're, we're going, we're going. Talking about CM Punk. I don't know if you heard me talk about CM Punk last week, but um, I'm oh, going to talk about him again. We are, this time with a bit more of my take on things, if I understood correctly. Yeah. We're uh, also going to be covering what went wrong in, in AEW. Uh, we'll get there in a second. We should probably get some background information as to why I feel the way I do. Yeah. So, picture you're... How old were we? I don't know, like 11, 12? Something like that. And your whole life you've been raised to not do any drugs, any, any not consume any alcohol, straight edge. And all of a sudden, you find a wrestler. You're, you're into wrestling. You find a wrestler who's like all about that. That was like the moment there where I was like, oh my god, there's someone like me on my TV screen. You know, and and then his whole look, like the long, the longer hair than like most wrestlers had, the you know the tattoos, like the Pepsi tattoo. I was I was really into Pepsi too, <laughs> but that like CM Punk was my hero. I I'm not afraid to say that he was my yeah, hero. That's fair. It's, an, it's okay to say. Um, and then the way he wrestled, you know, I I really like people who use kicks a lot. He has, you know, the running knee in the corner and stuff like that. Oh, I miss that. Did you think at that point he would become who he is as far as, like, being polarizing? Not even problematic, just polarizing. Um, that he I would change say, wrestling. Not the way he is. I think just this look was kind of thing that I was like, yeah, I could see him. I don't think I saw him even becoming world champion, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I just, I saw him as, like, a cool guy. He'll He'll be around for a little while and then... I don't know. That's hilarious. He became more than just a world champion, the face of a movement. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to become... I didn't think he was, like, this revolutionary like he is. Revolutionary. That is a word. He's not a visionary. He's a revolutionary. CM Punk freaking Rollins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so... And the GTS, like, I love the GTS. Like, someone ning someone, dropping someone, and, oh, so cool. I'm sad that we didn't get to see him and Kenta actually have that, that match. That is very... Like, I think it was Kenta's fault, if I'm not mistaken. That's fair. I don't know. I do not know. That's but, not even a part of the so conversation. That was, that was like me growing up. I loved him. And then there was a... I think by the time he exited, I had stopped watching wrestling. So I didn't get the whole context of his exit and everything. I had to learn it on my own. When, right. When they... Uh, I learned when he came back for um, backstage. Red Fox. Yeah. yeah, I learned the whole story that I was like, oh, okay. And I was into it. I, it was a weird fucking fever dream, dude. 
Side note, I think I was one of the only people who watched backstage almost every week. Probably. You might have I don't know why movie. I did. I they think... did it for you. <sighs> they did that show for you. But, and then it was gone. He was gone. I didn't quite understand at the time, like, what was the working deal or whatever. And then fast forward to when he debuts AEW. Yeah. And... I was I was still ecstatic. I was like, oh my god, CM Punk, who I have learned has been gone for like seven to eight years, who I, from what I had read, was never going to wrestle again, yeah. is back. It like, literally. I was so happy. Uh, my family, who knew I was a big CM Punk fan, you know, that's when we started watching wrestling together again. They were like, oh my god, this is amazing. It It was so unreal. That's what makes that's what makes what we're about to get into so fucking crazy. I got a smirk on my face now cuz I remembered his returning at Rampage. And in fact, it would be kind of cool before we even jump into like look at that if I can. See yeah, I would love to, Rampage. to see if we can It's one of the most legendary moments in wrestling and he topped it by returning to WWE, which a sentence barely feeling real still. Yes. Better turn that down when the ads come, though, because this specific alcohol brand does not sponsor us, and I don't think that they ever will. I don't think that that's the sponsorship we're getting or seeking. No, not really. We're straight edge on CM Punk cast. This is our punk cast. (laughs) Punk cast. Here we go. I forgot he. They literally announced him. He opened the show. Yeah. It, they couldn't keep it a secret. I mean, it's how hard is it going to keep? WWE somehow managed to do it. That's because they just lied. They just lied. That's what they're good at. They yeah. were like, no, it did not happen. It 100% is not happening. Will never happen. Happen. Damn. That's my terrible impersonation. Got my ass. Blitzberg. Blitzberg. You get a water. Immediately throws. I'm winging this. You know, we're winging this. We. That's a very important distinction. We'll get back to it. But I didn't plan on what I was going to say because I didn't know what to say. What did you I even say? I didn't know how I was going to feel, but I knew that I needed to feel it. I just want to say, he's a very charismatic man. Like... Very the word we're using repetitively is polarizing. And I hear you, Chicago. This bottle cap snap. Oh, I didn't even do it. I'm grateful. Yep. Strawberry kiwi blank blank because I can't blank say blank. the product name. Unless you pay. Come on, yeah. pay us. Delicious. I love anything with kiwis and CM Punk. Put together. Post. I heard you, man. I heard you say stuff. There's good news and bad news. The bad news is we're not gonna get to it all right here, right now. Oh, thank goodness, dude. You already took up so much TV time. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
should have worked out, man. This should have worked out. It should have, yeah. Let me cough real quick. <laughs> but you just can't go around punching random people backstage. Haha. <laughs> choking on kiwis. Choking on a kiwi scene. Wait, one second. Possibly for me, the most important thing I'm going to say right now, and this is for everybody at home, this is for everybody who bought a ticket, this is for everybody in the back. If at all through my journey any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down let me just say let him say something let me talk to you I understand if you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically mentally, spiritually, or emotionally staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. Perfect. Oh, he wants to pause? I'm ready. What do you got? This man's a fucking hypocrite. A hypocrite. I'm sorry. This is this is so hypocrite. This is why I don't... This is one of the reasons I don't like him. Okay. This is one of the reasons that I turned on him because you can't just say, oh, it made me sick, it made me... I'm never... No. Look where we're at now. Exactly. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's hypocritical, and the fact, the way they connected with this character is even even more disgusting to me, but we'll get to that. He called him a hypocrite. Everybody heard it. He's a hypocrite. <laughs> a hippo in a blue bandana. This fire burns always. Last part of my headphone thing. I'll find it later. <laughs> Just be fidgeting with stuff because CM Punk gives me anxiety sometimes. It do be like Can I that. Tell you guys a story. Sure. Is it gonna make you sound even worse? It's who's ready for story time with CM Punk, baby. Hello, CM Punk T-shirt. <clears throat> and on the back it says the spire burns always can I tell you a story baby no I don't want to hear you. a story dude every time he sits with his legs crossed it's important you see I felt before like I had to leave I didn't want to but I knew I couldn't stay, and that was when I used to work for a place called Ring of Honor. Oh, I love that place. August 13th, 2005 was my last match in Ring of Honor. And we I covered a lot of that in the first part of the series. Yeah. And walking out here today, I now know and it was fun. why I was crying. And it was a lot of reasons, but what it boiled down to was what I had happened made a place was... where people could come work get paid, uh -huh. learn their craft, and love professional wrestling. I, I love this idea. This is a really good concept that you're pitching. I just People don't get, gotta pay I just to don't play. get the... I don't get the impression that you actually love professional wrestling. I think deep down he does, but I think now, especially right now, after everything went down, 
he definitely just needs some money. He's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. If AEW doesn't want me, then WWE can give me a bunch of money. Uh, we'll see. Again, we just have to see where it goes. I feel like it's yeah. genuine, but we got to see where it goes. And That's one of those reasons I don't like him, because he comes across like that. And I cried because <laughs> I knew I was leaving Main event a of WrestleMania, first year in. And it was a home. And I knew where I was going. Six months. It wasn't going to be easy for a guy like me. Because I'm one of you. Pause again. Oh. So I look at it like... My heart smiles. I don't think he's like us. I think... I don't know if it was just his character, but I did watch some old Ring of Honor stuff. I watched some highlights and I watched, you know, a couple promos here and there. From the get-go, he comes across as egotistical, as greater than holier than and it just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as someone who is also <clears throat> straight edge i mean i don't push that in other people's faces i did i did I, I did do that at one point you don't straight edge society it but i it feels like it almost feels like he blurs the lines between reality and his character too much too much yeah <laughs> bless you i know he's allergic to see <laughs> punk Apparently, yeah, that's, that's the point I wanted to make there. <laughs> He's allergic to this kind of talk. Mm. August 13th, okay. 2005. August 13th, my I birthday. Professional wrestling. Happy birthday. Ooh. Dude, look at, look at the frequency on that sneeze. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. August 20th, 2021. I came back to professional wrestling. I'm back. Oh my gosh. My God is back. The brutal irony of this. The irony of all this hurts now. It's it's being painful. You might have focused a little too hard on that part. Also, did we forget that he like bullied Tony Khan? (laughs) He was trying to like bully him. Yeah, fuck that. <clears throat> also, glad you're home. The the whole talent thing that it comes across as him being like, I'm gonna be the face of a movement whether you want me to or not. Like he's taking the reins and he doesn't want to even pose the possibility of giving it to someone else. No, that that would be too out of reins for CM Punk. It's, Glad you're home, bit. What the fuck happened, dude? <clears throat> what happened to this? Hey, look at Sting up there in the rafters. Sting Darby, let's go. Dude, he is just stinging. Doing Sting stuff. Gonna be sad to see him go. I bet he won't zipline down and kick him in the face. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I've seen you. You don't see shit. I've seen you jump out of airplanes. I've seen you wrapped up in a body bag and chucked over the top rope. I've seen you kick down a flight of stairs, and you always come back. 
just like each and every person here in Chicago, you're tough. But you're not Chicago made. And I'm here to help. That's not what this stands for, I found out. You're the first on the list. I'm going to yeah. help you because you're a daredevil and you like danger. Well, Darby <clears throat> Allen, there's nothing you can do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let that one breathe. Is that because you botched twenty or ninety percent of your matches in AEW? Or <clears throat> sorry. Oh my! God. I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. I just gotta let that one breathe. Because you're a daredevil and you like danger. Well, Darby Allen. There's nothing you can do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. <laughs> Your career will be fucked. Wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. <clears throat> Holy nutsack. I would never. I will see unless you, it paid a lot of money. And I'll see Sting. And I'll see all of you September 5th. <clears throat> Where? At all around. You sold that. You sold that. So, man, he really was a company man. I don't, I don't take pleasure in insulting people. Of course not. But <clears throat> CM Punk to me comes across as so disingenuine, and as someone who wants to see actual passionate people in this profession on on my tv screen you know mm-hmm. eventually get to talk with them if we ever get big enough to have someone like that spearhead a movement yeah it's very disheartening i would love to get him himself on the show yeah if he can if he can disprove it i mean i'm all ears but. i was trying to a little fun fact for you guys, which I, I may have told you guys this before. I tried to get David Benoit on this show when we were doing the Benoit series, and it felt like it was very obtainable, but David Benoit does not seem to be in a good place. And I have as got him on the Thanksgiving special, if you remember. I had him yes. his live stream <laughs> open, trying to ask him questions, and it was a little sketchy. That was weird. It felt sure. weird. You should have been there. It felt weird. Yo, let's go, Tom Campbell. Little shout out to a channel I used to be a huge fan of. I'll even call them out a little bit. I think they've gone down in substance over the years, but I still believe them as being one of the better uh, wrestling news outlets out there, and that's Cultaholics. Love you, Tom. <laughs> shout out to Cultaholics. We're going to be viewing their video of. Specifically, Tom Campbell. Tom Campbell's come across as one of the most genuine, like, friendly guys, at least on the channel that I've seen. Yeah, good guy. Good guy. We're watching their video, Where Did AEW Go Wrong with CM Punk, as the surfacing as what we're talking about today. So, Where did AEW go wrong with CM Punk? I just like, said that, Tom. Days, Tony Khan went Rude. from, this man is going to change my life, to, this man made me fear for my life. When it comes to Punk's termination, <laughs> many ask, why did it take so long? The bigger questions are, how did it get this far along? Oh, and what could have been done to avoid it? 
Punk's wrestling comeback via All Elite Wrestling was more than just a major signing. It was more than a high-res PSD on a brick wall backdrop. To many, it was tantamount to a religious second coming. The best in the world would work with a young and malleable locker room. Give future stars a seal of approval. Create dream matches with legends. He'd feed the entire United Center in Chicago with a fish, a loaf of bread, and an ice cream bar. He Only did do that. I was there that night. From CM Punk, superstar, walking amongst mere mortals Ooh. once more. Many also loudly declared that the cult of personality by living color would be a veritable death knell for WWE, saying that Punk's arrival to the metaphorical battlefield would see McMahon Land finally face their Waterloo. CM oh, Punk's man. debut what on happened? AEW Rampage was a resounding success. A pipe bomb promo challenging young prospect Darby Allen to be his first opponent and then sending everybody home with ice cream. It Let's was go. a sweet victory all round for AEW Rampage, ratcheting up over 1 million viewers on TNT. Still to this day, one of the. Correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't Punk own like his own ice cream company of some sort? I feel like he does. There was even like a play on it in a WWE cartoon how he had CM Punk had an ice cream stand. I um, think I so. I might look it up. Look it up real quick while Tom Campbell continues to go yeah, on. Like it's viewed episodes of Rampage. Admittedly, that isn't a mind blowing achievement. It's a bit like being, a bit like being the best sandwich. On the Weatherspoons menu, it was no secret that Tony Khan on was the spoons menu bagging the talented Mr. Brooks <laughs> for his personal wrestling action figure collection. In the media scrum after All Out 2021, the site of CM Punk's in-ring debut for AEW, Tony Khan was beaming, a smile visible from Ganymede to Titan. When asked how he was feeling about CM Punk's All Elite status, Tony Khan said, I've never been happier. This is the happiest day of my life. Whether you love him or hate him, Tony Khan is a wrestling fan through and through who would create custom wrestling shows on message boards in his teenage years. Mm -hmm. So to find yourself you, in the Tony. center of your wildest, wooliest yeah, fantasy booking fantasy, of course, you'd be smiling like the Khan who got the cream of cop. Um, how could you, how could you be mean to a guy like that? I love Tony Khan. He's my hero. I don't know. Yes, you would. Tony Khan's body language around CM Punk during that press conference and his constant referring to his new employee as Mr. Punk made it obvious that this was different to any other AEW signing. Yeah. Khan was not it hiding was, the fact that he was a massive <laughs> fan. Dare I even say in the politest of ways, a mark for CM Punk. I don't Even in this moment, where everybody is all smiles huh. and niceties, CM Punk makes it very clear Maybe just like this is a out business ice deal. Uh, it's here to make money. From what and I understand, it's like a play on him trying to get the old ice cream bars back. Yeah. In WWE, but that didn't work out. He said they came back, but they were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> a little fun fact for you there. Yeah. Stars, but mainly money. Could Tony Khan's complete lack of poker face, wearing a smile and his heart on his sleeve, be an early warning sign for things to come? Now, it's easy to say that now, I admit. But from the off, it was clear that Punk would be getting some special attention here. 
Punk was also seemingly going to be welcomed into the AEW hive mind and help shape its future alongside the EVPs, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, CM Punk had long bestowed the virtues of wrestling that mm. he had and how he would do things very differently if allowed. And now he could put those ideas into practice in a fresh, creatively fulfilling environment. See, okay, he went to so work with young guys like the Bucks. Okay, so. All, already... You have Tony Khan, who's like the the big, the top guy, right? But I feel like Tony's a little, you know, he's a he's a little open, maybe too open in some points. Mm-hmm. So then, under him, you have Kenny and the Young Bucks, and then Punk comes in. And he's like, I want to be a part of this. Yes. But the the problem here lies in the fact that Punk, as I said, I feel like his character blends a little bit into reality and he comes across as an actual almost cult leader like he wants to be a cult leader like i'm not it really like, was like a religious cult leader that's why i that's why i called him charismatic before because that's one of the top traits of cult leaders they're charismatic they can manipulate people with their words it works sometimes yeah i've, I've fallen under the punk spell Darby Allen and Jungle Boy to prove that his way in the wrestling world will bring about another golden wrestling era. The honeymoon period for casual wrestling fans when it came to CM Punk ended quickly in terms of viewership as ratings dropped back to pre-punk positions pre within a couple positions. of weeks despite punk being That's very a... prominently featured yeah, now was this a lack of interesting storylines yeah. maybe it was a general malaise with wrestling audiences on a friday night either way it was something that a vocal portion of online anti-punk people were having a field Anti-punk day people. talking about <laughs> when things were good though they were great with cm punk and aew here's Winter War with up-and-coming megastar Maxwell Jacob Friedman know, gave CM Punk a brand new challenge to get his teeth into and gave MJF that final shot of rocket fuel to get him to the top. Blood-soaked barbarism interwoven with powerful pathos-packed promos gave us a real taste Come on, Tom. of CM Punk's depth as well as MJF's generational talent. It was in the aftermath of the matchups with Max that unbeknownst to us the first red flag would be thrown up. Hangman Page, then AEW champion, stepped up to CM Punk ahead of their tussle for the top title. Dude. The government is robbing you. The alliteration from Tom, top tier. Dude, he is, yeah, first of all, you nailed that as well. The T's and the P's and the B's and G's. There are no B's or G's. I'm just throwing letters in. Words. Hangman told Punk, quote, You talk a big game about workers' rights. Well, you've shown the exact opposite since you got here. I love this place. I care about this place. This is my home. And this Sunday, at Double or Nothing, I will not be defending this championship against you. No, for the first time in my life, I'll be defending all elite wrestling from you. Amen. This comment... Designed Ooh. to add a real-life edge to what Punk and Page were going to do at the pay-per-view yeah. was a throwback to CM Punk's long-standing legal issues that he had with former best friend Colt Cabana. 
I met that guy. One issue that had come up several times since Pong's arrival, as both were now working for the same company. Speculation was rife that CM Punk, using his newfound power, was lobbying to get Cabana fired. Now, Tony Come Khan on, and CM man. Punk have vehemently denied these accusations. Yeah. It's worth pointing out. But Adam Page, regardless, was making a subtle nod towards Punk's bang bang with Boom Boom. Maybe <laughs> even a wider statement about Phil Brooks's early on backstage reputation. See, CM Punk changed the cultural zeitgeist of wrestling with comments like pages. Now, keep yes. in mind, bursts of reality can truly bring a standard definition wrestling storyline into 4K, as Punk proved back in WWE. What Stop for a minute, Tom. Now, here's a little bit of devil's advocate uh, I could play. What if, and this will break the whole butterfly effect of everything that's happened. What if Hangman Adam Page said all that shit to draw heat? None of it was actually true, and Punk never actually was lobbying to get Colt Cabana fired or being a dick backstage, which I think is true. He probably was being. But what if all that was untrue, and Hangman Adam Page just literally started a fire that burned always? I guess it's, <laughs> it's, it's still on Punk to not re react in the ways that he did. Okay, fair enough. It, there... I will say that it's not completely his blame, obviously. If someone's instigating you, you're, you're gonna snap eventually. Yeah. I will also play devil's advocate for just overall his attitude backstage. A, a revolution can't start unless you're... Sometimes you need to be aggressive. Sometimes you need to be, you know, outspoken and, you like know, step on, a, step on a couple of toes. You know, things... If people don't let their voices heard... It uh, it makes for the status quo. Yeah. It makes for, you know, things become stale, they become stagnant. Change does not happen without dynamic action and words. So He was letting his voice be heard. Did you catch my fire burns always joke yes. that I threw in there? <laughs> It was like he lit this fire that just burned. Man what he was doing here was lighting a classic CM Punk pipe bomb. What he'd actually done was launch a dirty bomb. But not only took bomb. the air from the building, Gets but left CM Punk with radiation burns. When Punk was forced to the sidelines with an injury mere days after defeating Hangman for the AEW title, that metaphorical dirty bomb impact and the subsequent radiation festered and separated in the soul of Punk. Festered. It's here on our roadmap that we can see where something went wrong between CM Punk and AEW. Whether casually ignored or brushed very deliberately under the carpet, this was something that should have been met at the pass. I you would imagine that problems CM on Punk's sudden foot injury yeah, caused him by him throwing himself the into the crowd rug. on the first Dynamite after winning the AEW title took precedent over any backstage squabbles in that moment. When I think of wrestling rug, I think of the locker room in SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. <laughs> CM Punk sat home for months on end until Hangman Page's unchallenged comments bouncing around in his head just got bigger and bigger. When Punk returns triumphantly, he released some of that bile towards Page by randomly calling him out, something not planned for his return segment, and branded the cowboy a coward for not confronting him. 
it's another point here on our roadmap that an opportunity presents itself to turn the car around from the impending cliff face. Have CM Punk and Hangman Page thrash out their disagreements in a controlled environment here, away from the Would cameras. That work? That's Would what that you should have done. However, as been far better as we can tell, nothing. this didn't happen. Hangman oh. Page simply didn't wish to engage or interact with CM Punk, despite this recent attempt to goad a Come reaction. On, kid. From here, CM Punk very publicly pivots. That demeanor about building young stars and working with everybody seemed to vanish. In its place was a guy who felt like he'd been very publicly disrespected with no consequence. From here, CM Punk would cease suffering fools gladly. Reports paint Punk as belligerent and, whilst not unprofessional, certainly difficult to work with. We heard stories of him and William Regal getting into disagreements backstage oh, about Regal, come on, being not Regal Triple H's stooge. John Moxley, who had been interim champion since Punk's forced absence, pitched yeah. creative based around the Rocky Three movie, which Punk snubbed, having yeah. apparently never seen Rocky Three. The build to All Out <laughs> saw John Moxley making comments about I've CM read about Punk's that in fragile Mox's body, book. fragile mind, and fragile ego. Which many saw as Mox airing his own. We played that promo on the show one time. We did, and I will say that uh, this skin goes to Tony. Like there were multiple times here where sometimes you have to put your foot, you have to put your step your foot down and say, "All right, something is visibly going wrong here." Yeah. People are upset. People are angry. Like let's get this hashed out before it becomes something uncontrollable. I remember after the first suspension when Punk took to Instagram to talk shit about Moxley and the whole angle and him pitching that. But then hearing Mox's side in his book, that's when I really... When I got both sides of the story, I was like, alright, John Moxley's side is the side I'm taking for sure. Because Punk just... Punk had a very... In an ironic sense, Punk had a very Vince McMahon way of not even listening about the storyline. Grievances with Punk. You, you are the thing you hate most. All Out 22, though. CM Punk defeated John Moxley, became undisputed AEW champion once more, and, got and they would get back on track. And that brings us to the main event of AEW All Out 2022, the All Out Media Scrum. <laughs> bloody CM Punk sat next to Tony Khan, yeah. just as he had the year before. There were no smiles, no Mr. Punk. Tony Khan's demeanor had changed there completely. There was piss, vinegar, pent-up bile, and Mindy's muffins. CM Punk dropped a <laughs> megaton pipe bomb that left AEW's earth scorched. scorched. A no-punches pulled breakdown of his legal and financial disputes with Colt Cabana and Old Marsha. A public evisceration of empty-headed F-word hangman Adam Page and a complete dressing down of AEW EVPs Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. This is another point where Tony should have been like, all right, children we'll talk about it later, right? Chill for now. Which, remembering like, the media scrum, he was sitting there just fucking frozen. Yeah, like, and that's... I wouldn't know what to do either. I mean, that's, that's a point where <laughs> either you get someone that can make decisions in that kind of environment, or you learn to not freeze up in that kind of environment. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I, I can't. I can't do it myself. That's why I don't put myself in situations. I don't but, care to advocate for the man too much, but like he has so much experience with this. What do you think Vince McMahon would do in that situation? He'd probably cut his mic off, do something. Yes, he would probably. He'd probably be. He'd probably make up some weird excuse to get Punk out of. You know, be like, oh, oh, there's something going on. You know, we need you over there or something. You're know, like. 
have Bertel Del Rio cash in. Have Del Rio cash in. Something like he's like, give me Del Rio, like something like that. Just the fucking money. In just the bank, de-escalate in. the situation right there, and then, and then later it would come out. CM Punk is fired. Yeah. <laughs> give me Del Rio. I literally just thought back to Money in the Bank. Let alone a wrestling promotion. <laughs> Next to Punk was Tony Khan. No longer beaming a smile visible no. from Ganymede to Titan. No longer declaring this the greatest day of his life. No. Tony Khan <laughs> sat there, nodded, and even at one point apologized to CM Punk. Where did AEW go wrong with CM Punk? Here. Here is where oh. AEW went wrong with CM Punk. He probably Punk has the same. The... He said, here. Here is this the is exact prob- point. He probably has the same thoughts I have, which are, you know. Give me the beef jerky. You're a, you're a boss. Be a boss. You know, don't apologize. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't have to. You don't have to like be like, you're being out of line. Blah blah. blah. You just need to be like, okay, I understand. I hear your concerns. We'll talk about it later. Now's not the time. That's all you have to say. Like, and if Punk continues from then, that's when you have to get on and be like, all right, this is over. It's done. Sorry. I just gotta know. Again, I'm not advocating for him. I just gotta know though. What would happen if Hangman Adam Page would just been like, yeah, I'll sit down in a room and talk. Company, like a great it still happened, but who was only here to make things better. If. He was held so high aloft by Tony Khan at Al that Punk felt comfortable enough to say what he said while sat right next to the man who owned the company he worked for. Regardless of who was in the right, regardless of who was in the wrong, when an employee is doing this and there is no counterpoint from the owner sat right there, something has gone very, very wrong. We'll never know the full version of what happened. Something has definitely gone wrong. I agree. But we do know that it was a very physical confrontation that took place between Punk's entourage and the EVPs of AEW. Tony Khan would snap out of his CM Punk-induced coma very briefly and suspend all parties involved pending an investigation. Now, are you you gotta pay again, to play. Just, like you said, if he was sitting right there, you just if he would have done anything, things would have ended up differently. Depending on what he would have done, it would have been worse or better, but Punk would have been out there sooner either way, I think. Yeah. Another... In some senses, another what if. There's too many what ifs. Yeah. Another injury. There always and isn't a bad situation. Term was served whilst he was sitting on the injured list once more. Whilst. However, what happened here was exactly what happened earlier in the year with Adam Page. CM Punk was sent home from work with a head full of anger mm. and even more unresolved issues with colleagues. In the time he was away, Punk never got that meeting with Tony Khan and the elite to thrash things out. Reluctance on both sides being a reported reason. Tony was presented with two options here. Force a meeting of all parties Mm -hmm. and get their issues out in the open and get everybody on the same page. Or painstakingly divide the roster and keep the sides apart as often as he could. No, let's not do that. For all intents and purposes, Khan chose the latter. An AEW collision was born. Now, okay, I want to point out the collision was mainly due to a desire for Warner Brothers Discovery for more wrestling content. I don't want that to get twisted. It did present a great opportunity for Tony Khan to avoid an awkward meeting by simply having CM Punk work Saturdays and everyone else work on Wednesdays. Nothing gets resolved. Uh, 
everybody can at least come back to work. CM Punk was keen to put his best foot forward and create a drama-free environment on AEW Collision. But his methods of reaching that goal by seemingly creating more drama were questionable <laughs> at best. The run-up to AEW's biggest show ever at Wembley Stadium once again saw CM Punk dominate the headlines. That's when we started our show. Calling out talent in the locker room. Yeah. Who had made comments about CM Punk In a weird way, online. our show has kind of revolved around Talk CM Punk. people being banned yeah. from collision <laughs> tapings, both free agents and staff members. There's more to wrestling well than CM Punk. All that Please. and admonishing people for taking pot shots at him. And when he'd done all that for the day, he got on the arena microphone and took pot shots at hangman page the latter punk later reportedly apologized to page for realizing that he let his emotions get the better of him in that moment yeah. cm punk was running saturday nights for aew and it would transpire was not being challenged for his bullshit grudge settling shenanigans you know what though i kind of oh, don't blame cm punk completely at this point when you can sit next to your actual boss and tell the global press directly yeah. that the company is run by effing children and only get a slap on the wrist for it when a fight breaks out, it's hard to actually see where the boundary lines are. Where Just as the build-up to All In was overshadowed exactly. by pandemonium, the show at? itself oh. was as well. In 2023, Jack Perry <laughs> looked down the camera when using real glass in a spot <laughs> during his match with Hook, something that Punk it was a good had rightly advised him against it doing. Was. He told CM Punk indirectly to cry him a river, making CM Punk the Britney Spears to Jungle Boy's Justin Timberlake. Uh, <laughs> By now, you know what happened Tommy here. Jones. We had a scuffle. A monitor fell on Tony Khan in the gorilla position. Samoa Joe stepped in. Punk reportedly lunged at Tony Khan before he leaves Wembley Stadium mid-show. And apparently later came back with Nando's for his mates. I hope for the server's sake they got the order right. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's not the day to get that wrong. And that brings us to today. Tommy jokes over AEW here, AEW have terminated CM Punk's <laughs> contract with cause. This may not be the end of the story, with CM Punk expected to make some explosive comments in response to being given his P45. Comments that you may very well know what they are by now. This certainly will not draw a line we know CM now. Punk's time. We're in a timeline where he's in WWE. In terms of the legal side of it, but certainly the in-ring side of it, I think we're done here. It doesn't all fall on Punk. A lot does, I feel, but not all of it. For as much as CM Punk loves throwing a Let pipe Tom bomb, get his point across he doesn't too, seem I guess. to be a fan of being pipe-bombed himself. I feel a lot of negative forces figured this out Because he doesn't know what we know now. This is and past took great pleasure in poking the bear, as it were. Winding up CM Punk like he was some kind of clockwork knight. Wind doesn't excuse the alleged actions I'm about to wind you up who, and get you saying, going. Had many in the yeah. locker room that enjoyed working with him, and he was a great support too. But it does put some context there. I can't help so, but think... Yep, that's where I am. And I think the thing is, has he actually made comments about Tony yeah. since then? Um, no, I would, I would argue that this was the first time he really made right, any indirect comments yeah. either. I feel like he's, he's on his P's and Q's because of some clause. Yeah. But eventually, if he's still the same CM Punk we know, <laughs> he will eventually, you know, he'll get some really choice words out. Probably directly, honestly. He's like Wilson from Home Improvement on the fence right now. He's just peeking over the WWE fence over at AEW like, I'm over here, guys. <laughs> 
He's taking little baby shots here and there. It could again this WWE thing could even escalate. I don't see it escalating myself. I actually think I this either. is gonna be like a good fit for time for the rest of eternity. Remember I remember back in our episodes when I said CM Punk would go to TNA, like that was just the only probable place for him to go at this point. It's just because everything, but again but oh, fucking hell. with all that that happened, the the fact that he's so polarizing Mm-hmm. There's the word. He's very charismatic, yet he he comes across as being holier than thou. He has this vision, but he doesn't want any let anyone else in on it. He's obviously a little bit hard to work with because he has this vision and he's very passionate about this vision, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want he doesn't feel like anyone else gets it, nor does he feel like they should have a say in it. So. All of that, coupled with the fact that he's come across as hypocritical, that's that's why I feel the way about him that I do. <laughs> and, and again, I will say, because I've talked with a friend many times about this, and they've swear to me up and down that it's not his all his fault. And it's not. Agreed. You look at Paige, didn't have to make those comments. He did. You look at Tony, just step your foot down. That's all you need to do. Force a meeting, stop him when he's in the middle of his rant, anything, any any gesture he would have made could have prevented this, I feel like. Here we go. I was doing something on my phone, too. Also, while I was doing that, I was staring at my CM Punk AEW figure. That means just so much more to me now, after doing this episode. <laughs> if anybody listening wants to buy this figure for $250, you can contact me. Let me find out. Dude, this was fucking fun. There won't this be a part was. three because there's nothing else you need there's to know. There's nothing else. If if something happens in WWE, I think there will definitely be a part three, but as it stands now, I don't think there will well, be. Well, that's what I was going to say is with CM Punk, like I said last week, you just never know. That's exactly. not That's not what I'm going out with this week. I know what you're going out with. You see it? Dude, just bring it back. Dude, I just want this thing back. They'll never bring it back, but I brought it back today. Draft Luchasaurus, I mean Kill Switch, and get it back. Get it, Kill Switch. What if they change their name to Luchasaurus and Dave? <laughs> Let's go. I like that part.